Hey, we are so nice. We're doing it twice because it's going to be Final Frontier Month 2. Given all that Guardians of the Galaxy and Alien coming out this month. So to prep ourselves for some Guardians of the Galaxy action, we're going to be looking into another group of fair-weather people in outer space. We're going to be talking about a franchise that I'm a kind of a fan of, the Firefly franchise. More in particular, the movie Serenity. What did T-Max think of this? Well, <laughs> better tune in and find out on a out-of-this-world edition of the Review. Review! I'm fixing to misbehave. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give you our big, out-of-this-world opinions. I'm Troy, to the max extreme. I'm stargazing. <laughs> and in this episode, we are going to be going over the Guardians of the Galaxy adjacent <laughs> a property, Serenity. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Guardians at nothing. all. Just, it's just adjacent to it. Yeah. Just similar enough. It's kind of similar. Don't want to retread on Guardians 1. No, no. I've heard that. We're gonna hear, we're, you're going to hear enough about that group next week. That's right. We're going to try and look into another group of space flying. That's right. Fun group. That's right. Wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Created by someone who is also pretty familiar with the Marvel Universe. That's right. Kickstarted it, as they say. Yeah. Well, not... No, he didn't. Yeah. Kickstarted this. That's right. Boy, did he! More on that later. Okay. Let's continue. As we are on the news of GOTG, GOTG Vol 2 Vol 2 uh, is looking for a quite an impressive opening weekend here in the States. Okay. Looking forward to maybe 140 to $160 million opening weekend here oh, in the United shit. States of America. I think that's the contiguous states. <laughs> are, are they going to do it, Troy? Do you think they're going to do it? I don't know. I think they might. Guardians 1 was a huge hit. It was. Huge hit. And I don't think anything else is coming out this around it. No. They wouldn't even bother to try to do no. that. So I think it's got a good shot. I don't think anyone's going to watch that shitty Tom Hanks movie anytime soon. The Circle. I've heard it's not doing good. Oh, no? No. I watched a review of it, and I saw that Tom Hanks is the best part in it. Yeah. But he's barely in it at all. It got beat by an Indian movie. Like a Bollywood movie? Yeah. <laughs> that released in the States. Really? Yeah. What was that movie? I don't know. It was a sequel to something, too. Slumdog Millionaire. No. Hmm. That's the only Indian movie I can think of. All right. And well, that wasn't even Indian. No. Just had an all-Indian cast. Yeah. Good for Slumdog Millionaire. Great movie. Yeah. Good flick. <laughs> but The Circle, yeah, I heard it was mediocre, is what I heard. Not bad, just... No, I heard bad. Of all the things that it was... A movie is one of them. Okay. <laughs> it meets the qualifications of a feature-length film. <laughs> yes. That, in fact, that it does have actors and is over 90 minutes long. There you go. There yeah. you have it. Mm -hmm. uh, 
moving on, JT, Marvel. You know, they can't stay away from putting all their stuff out on all the different platforms. No, just boom, 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 boom. Dealing out like a deck of cards. That's right. You want some of this free form? Take two. You want some of this Marvel? Take all these. You want some of this Hulu? You bet they do. And Hulu, Uh it's a fact now, JT. Oh, no. Is getting a full order of The Runaways premiering this winter. All right. The Runaways was a uh, story created by Brian K. Vaughn, the creator of such books as Why the Last Man and uh, Saga, if you were in the comic circles. Uh, Pretty good stuff. The Runaways was okay. I read it. It was predictable. So I saw the end coming. But it was an interesting premise, I'll have to say. Do you know what the premise is, JT? Uh, is that the one with like the, like the kids of supervillains or something? Yeah, and they find out that their uh, parents are supervillains in the in the story, and they're like, yeah. "What? Oh, come on, Dad! Let's be runaways! Come on, Dad!" <laughs> so there you go. Interesting premise. I'll probably catch the first few eps, but it doesn't. This title doesn't grab me very much. I just want to see what they're going to do with it. See what maybe Hulu brings to the Marvel table. Oh, shit. Because we've seen what Netflix can do. Maybe bring up a little more of that later on. Oh, man. Spoilers. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, JT, you a fan of Alien? We know that the sequel Alien Covenant coming out in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Psyched for it. Yes. Week after next, doing a double feature, Alien and Aliens. Week before that, we're doing Right, in two feature. weeks is what I'm saying. Yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, sad to say that Neil Blomkamp, according to Ridley Scott, will never make his Alien sequel. <laughs> yeah. Because Ridley Scott's going to be on this shit until he is dead. There you go. So... That's what he said. That's verbatim of what Ridley Scott said. In future news, Neil Blomkamp has assassinated (laughs) Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott is 79 years old. Yeah. He can't make much more of these. It's not going to take long. He said that he... I thought I heard something he wanted to be like five sequels or something like that. My God. To the already four movies? What do you have to say about this? I have no idea. Not a clue, JT. What more is there to be said? Apparently, to really Scott, there's a lot more to say. God damn it. A lot more, JT. Neil Blom- Blomkamp, gonna, not going to see a shit from it. <laughs> and the last thing Ridley Scott may see of Neil Blomkamp is his pillow covering his face yeah. to whisk him off into Just a sleep. gentle sleep. Just sleep. Uh, so, yeah, that could be unfortunate. I like uh, Neil Blomkamp's stuff. I like the look of his stuff. Yeah. the Everything from District 9 seemed to... Have more of an agenda to say, perhaps? Yeah. I didn't see Chappie, though. I didn't like Chappie. Chappie oh, sucked. Oh, God. I didn't mind Elysium. But I kind of liked Elysium. There was some dumb stuff to it, but I liked Elysium. Yeah. It was really heavy-handed at about, about like, uh, medical care. Yeah. <laughs> about, like, how the rich can afford it and the poor can't and all that stuff. Yeah. That was a little heavy-handed. But otherwise, I kind of liked it. It was good. It looked good. Yeah. District 9, great. Yeah. Should look into that a little bit more. Sweetie. <laughs> uh, JT, you a fan of Beauty and the Beast that we reviewed? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Did you like Josh Gad? Uh, Yeah. Like Josh. Yeah. Good LeFou. Well, did you see what Josh Gad... This is 
unrelated. This is just to get to Josh Gad. <laughs> yeah. I did, thought, yeah, I did see something about him today. Well, apparently, he posted something on Twitter, and that thing was an image of the Batman villain, the Penguin, with no context. Fans are up in arms about it, maybe, that they want him to be uh, the titular Penguin in a Batman role. Maybe it was just a red herring. That bastard. Who knows? Nobody knows. But he does follow the director, Matt Reeves, uh, on Twitter. Oh, shit. Which means also nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just saying, what do you fans out there think? Josh Gad for Penguin. What do you think? Could he be the Birdman? What do you think, J.P.? I'd be for it. I would also be for it. Just a few prosthetics on him. There you go. Yeah. Just got to elongate his nose just a little bit. You don't have to have it comically long like DeVito or anything. Yeah. Just like, he's got like the build for it already. Oh, yeah. Just have him be like a, just a mob boss type of guy like in the Arkham games. Yeah. He's not like, yeah, he's not like a monster or anything. He's just a mob boss. Yeah. Just fucking, just do it. Just do it. He doesn't have to be like the main villain. Because I've like, I've heard of like iterations of the Penguin where he's kind of like, uh, like he almost is kind of like. Batman's inside man. Yeah, at some where, point, so he's just an inside guy. Yeah, where it's like he's a villain, but he's not anything compared to like these other like more horrible people in yeah. there. Yeah. So like Batman kind of throws him some slack for some information. That's right. Put the squeeze on him a little bit. Yeah. That's right. Squeeze him, bats. Give him, give him a little squeeze. <laughs> and squeeze. <laughs> Uh, well, JT, speaking of the Penguin, former Penguin Danny DeVito is teaming up with another acting legend. Did you see this? I saw this. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I want to see this really bad. Danny DeVito is teaming with Jeff Goldblum for a 30-minute comedy series currently in development by Amazon. Yeah. And the synopsis is uh, not verbatim, but it's a feuding ex-pair of music icons forced to work together again. A real musical odd couple, apparently. That's what it seems like. Sounds amazing. It sounds amazing, <laughs> JT. DeVito and Goldblum, never been together. I am all for this. Me and Molly just started rewatching some It's Always Sunny, and it's, ugh, Danny DeVito is so goddamn good in it. And he takes such a weird turn, like, come, like, season four or five, where he just goes off the rails, and has been like that ever since. We like watched one the other day where they're like playing like that like a video game, and like Dane DeVito like makes himself a whore like <laughs> like it's just like yeah it's like one of those like online games or whatever and he's just like you can make yourself whatever you want to be and he makes himself a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, got all these guys buying me stuff for boning them on here. <laughs> Danny DeVito, what a legend. What a flippin' legend. But yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully that comes out soon enough. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's it. Also, catch Jeff Goldblum in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And Jurassic World 2. Yeah. Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. Coming back. Coming back, get out, y'all. Get out of here, Ian. Uh, Joel got bad news. What? Your least interesting... <laughs> least interested... Uh, television program is not getting it season four girl meets world oh no is getting the axe son of a bitch 
How will the storylines conclude? Did it wrap up in season three? Nobody knows. What happened in the show? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. So I'm surprised it got to a season three. <laughs> but nostalgia always wins. And for whatever reason, there was enough nostalgia for Boy Meets World to follow its predecessor, Girl Meets World, to the Disney Channel, where it was completely different. And it's not getting a season four. I'm yeah. surprised I talked about it already for this long. <laughs> <laughs> I still like on a video on Facebook where it was just like all of their cameos on there. And like people are like losing their shit for all these dumb cameos for people that were in Boy Meets World. And it's like... Was Mr. Feeney in it? I think he was one of them. Oh, God. Feeney? But I know like... If you're watching Girl Meets World, like you should not be freaking out so much for fucking... <laughs> Like the geeky kid from Boy Meets World, whatever his name was. I don't know. I don't. I the only person I know is Mr. Feeney and Topanga because that's not a real name. Yeah, that can't be a real name. <laughs> and Sean, was there a Sean? Like the, cool, like the cool kid. The cool kid. The older kid. Like yeah, like the one that lived with him for a little oh, bit. Because like was he parents... like the the one that was rough around the edges? Yeah, he was like the rebel that was like best friends with. Wasn't his dad Vader? I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember an episode. Look it up. Look up Boy Meets World and see if... Look up... I'm going to give you the benefit of doubt. I don't want to look this up. Google it. Was Vader in Boy Meets World? Oh, my God. (laughs) It'll drive me nuts if I don't know. Are you Googling it? I'm going to Google it. Go on. (laughs) Well, I only have one more bit of news. And I I like this bit, so I want to get this Vader thing out of the way first. All right. Hold on. Was Vader in Boy Meets World as maybe Sean's dad? Oh, come on. Have you found it yet? I'm looking. I didn't know oh, it. it's t- loading real slow. Oh, God. No, it wasn't him. It was, um, God damn it. What's his name? His name is Chet Hunter. But no, I guess that's the character's name. What the, what the hell is the dude? The, the dude that plays him, I've seen him in something before. He's like the guy that's like, does like the gibberish in the water boy. Oh, okay. Okay. I know it was I yeah that's, one of the that's who same. plays Sean's dad really yeah damn it was not Vader hmm jury's still out <laughs> it, no <laughs> that's, that's just truth uh all right anyway last bit of news I got JT okay very interesting with the Kingsman to the Golden Circle coming out there is a tie-in promotion that is very interesting hence it being a rated R movie they can get into some saucy stuff. The saucy stuff oh, being Old Forester Whiskey is making a Statesman bourbon for a tie-in promotion Ooh. to the Kingsman 2. And I'm thinking when we review that, Uh-oh. we get some get it? Statesman Whiskey some on state- the show. Oh, shit. See? Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. That's why I couldn't leave that Vader thing hanging until I got to this. <laughs> okay. 
I'm for this. I am also for this. Old Forester whiskey, Statesman bourbon. Get out of here. Get Greatest news here. I've heard all day. I'm for it. Give it to me. Me too. Give it to me. Put it in me. Put it in me. <laughs> uh, also, while I'm on a break, JT, uh, my brother gifted me a whiskey making kit for Christmas, and I have all oh, the things for it. Probably going to start it up sometime this week or next. Who knows? Ooh, girl. So we can try that on the show, depending on how long it takes. I think it's a short time, because it's a small barrel. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Could oh, be awful. Yeah. Could be great. Could be, yeah. <laughs> could be either of those. Yes. Could That's, be both. It could be middle of the road, nothing to write home about. Could be middle of the road. <laughs> now that's all I got, JT. That's all I got. That was Yo. fit to spit. Okay. Uh, okay. Did I mess you up having to Google Vader? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm... Huh. Okay. Uh... Troy, I guess there's going to be a Superman versus the KKK what movie in the works. It's going to be more of like a uh, documentary mm. on like the making of. I guess there's like a series, like a radio series. Or yeah, something. there's a radio Superman. I know the whole story about it, but it's 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 great. It's an yeah. awesome story <laughs> about like how the Superman radio serial. That was on, like, in the 40s, I think. Like, outed all the secrets of the KKK on air. And so, like, just made him out to be a bunch of boobs. Because I had, like, a guy <laughs> that was a producer of the show that knew a guy in the KKK and would give away all their secrets, like, on, like, the show. And Superman would, like, just beat him. Oh, my God. It's, it's amazing. But, yeah, I guess there's going to be, like, a documentary on it in the, uh... Near future, so uh, be sure to check that out. I am going to check that out, because that is amazing. Amazing. Uh, well, for some reason, like, like almost none of my news things fucking saved. Oh, we got so... that new Galaxy S8. I know, and it's... <sighs> Hold on. Uh, Troy, they put out a list of the cancelled... TV series from this past year. Mm. Uh, Is there a huge list? <laughs> it's not a huge list. Okay. Uh, Bones has gotten canceled from Fox. Really? Yeah. It only went for like 20 years. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I love that it, it went all that time just to be canceled. <laughs> well, really, isn't everything canceled at one point? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doubt, Catherine Heigl's new legal drama... Didn't even know it existed. Yeah, well, that got canceled. Uh, Grim got canceled. Oh, sorry, HC Danger. Yeah. Uh, Pitch was canceled. Pitch. The one about, like, the girl that works plays for the major leagues. I thought that was a movie. Was that no, a series? No, it was a series on Fox. Oh, yeah, because I thought about doing it for uh, yeah. premiere week or whatever. <clears throat> Didn't. <Yeah>. Didn't. <laughs> and, uh... Time after time. I think we already brought that up that that's been... Mm. That was, like, long canceled. Mm. 
So there you go. None, no more of those. JT, as you are fumbling through your notes, check, check out what I saw. Found on my phone. <laughs> Looking back at Vader's time on Boy Meets World with the show's creator. Nah. Turns out it so, wasn't his dad, though. So Who did he play in it? He played Vader. Like He, he was... just played Vader? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yep. Uh, Troy, Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I might bring that up later. Oh, boy. Another little thing. But uh, I guess um, their premiere got the most views on Hulu. Really? Hulu's biggest, biggest opening premiere, yet? Yes. They put out the first three episodes, I think, for their premiere, too. Oh, did they? So, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, got a lot of viewers. And I think, and I guess that they've already been renewed for a season two. Oh, my. So, look out for that in the future. Hot stuff. It's a hot commodity. It's hot stuff. It's a hot commodity. <laughs> This is like too much. This um, is too, too much. I don't know. For some reason, none of my fucking shit saved. And it's pissing me off. Did you close all tabs? Is that what you did? No. Oh, like it's no. saved on one thing, but it did not save over here. Oh, it's God. It's being dumb. Oh, God. I don't Remember know. how I asked you if you had a bunch of notes before the show, JT? You well, assured me you had. I did and then it just did not save anything that i fucking saved so uh yeah this is great this is podcasting dumb. this is dumb <laughs> all right well we're done with news then fuck it i don't know fuck it we'll do it live do it live that's it so that brings us to the highlight segment of the show. Yes. You know it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Trailers of this last week. There are two hot ones that I saw. Plenty. There, JT. A plenty. Uh, this morning, actually, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, any Thursday. Any Thursday. <laughs> uh, two hot ones dropped in our laps, starting with... One, the Defenders, yeah, had a full-length trailer at this for, and it was amazing. It was good. I loved it. I loved that the they are using that "Come as You Are" Nirvana. Yeah. Oh my god, totally helps the track or the whole trailer. And from what I saw, that it looks like they're doing great service to Danny Rand. Yeah. Like, he looks a lot better in the show. Yeah. Like, I, I think him actually interacting with Luke Cage makes it a lot more, makes him a lot more digestible. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Way more digestible. And have, uh, may I remind everyone that it's only eight eps, even more digestible. More digestible. Yes. Uh, we saw a little bit of Electra emerging from her blood coffin. Yep. So some there's Sigourney. That. Sigourney. Who knows what she's some... up to? I am horny for some Sigourney. Oh, yeah. you said it. You yeah. said it. Yeah. Uh, you said what we're all thinking. Oh, I said it. 
But yeah, it looks really good. And it looks like there's going to be an action-packed Daredevil hallway scene with all four of them in there. Hell yeah. Good God, Joel. Hell yeah. Good God. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, good God, y'all. But yeah, it looks really good. Um, oh, Troy, my news finally popped up. Backtrack. Want me to backtrack? If it's good, don't disappoint me. I can pull up some stuff. Okay. Uh, much from here. We'll put a pin in this. Uh, Troy, Atlanta. Atlanta. That, we were uh, talking about Donald... wanting to go see that. Yes. In the near future. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's going to be streaming on Hulu. Oh, great. So, finally be able to check that out. Amazing. I'm really interested to see it, actually. That's that Donald Glover series, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to check that out. Because he was probably one of my favorite parts of Community. Mm-hmm. And I've heard nothing but good things about Atlanta. All right. I've so. heard also positive things. Very, very interested to check that out. Checking it out. Check it out. <laughs> uh, Troy, Bad Moms 2, the Can't... Christmas sequel. Yes. Right around the horizon. Yes. Uh, I guess they casted the <laughs> bad grandmas. Oh, God. In is Betty White one of them? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, now, it, they will be played by Susan uh, Sarandon. Okay. Uh, Christine Baranski. All right. I don't know if I know who that I, is. I can't remember either. Uh, and uh, Cheryl Hines. Okay. Will be playing the bad grandmas to the bad moms. <laughs> In the Vegas Christmas or whatever it is. Did I coin it as Vegas Christmas or is it actually... You coined it as Vegas Christmas. I don't think they're going to Vegas. (laughs) Okay. It's just going to be a Christmas special. Oh, (laughs) God. Okay. So, look out for that. Look out, y'all. While we're on the subject of Hulu, Hulu is actually going to look to get into the TV service business. Oh, shit. They're going to be, might even be offering the a TV service for thirty nine ninety nine per month. Thirty nine ninety nine. Get all per local month. channels plus I think um, all the local channels plus ESPN, CNN, Cartoon Network, FX, USA Network, and many more. Oh shit, that's interesting. But that's like forty bucks. Yeah, on top of like. Your internet and Netflix and Amazon. Well, I don't know. See Danger over there chiming in. That's not that expensive. (laughs) It's cheap compared to cable. It's cheap, Maya. I mean, it's cheap compared to cable, but not if you're, like, trying to just cut out all that garbage. But it does have FX on there, though, which got me interested though i know i i all i want is amc and fx and i'll be happy baskets <laughs> baskets 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 if you're here where's that baby <laughs> who knows oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> parents of the year parents of the year did you hear him say that baby <laughs> that baby yeah Well, you know, you know, is that for $40 a month? Is that commercial free? I don't know. Probably not. Well, it's live TV. Is it live? Yeah. All right. 
Take it easy. Because you pay three more bucks for Hulu now, you get oh, for supposedly, sakes. quote, commercial free. Get over yourself. God, commercial free. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm paying $40 for something, I'd want, like, no commercials. Top of my already like forty dollar internet bill, that's eighty bones right there. You bitches, how do you like that? I'm a dad. I think of with my wallet now. Turn down the fucking heat. Great. He's breaking down in front of us. Shut the light off when you leave the room. He's breaking down in front of us. Uh, Troy, I guess there's going to be a collaboration between Seth Rogen and The Lonely Island mm. to make a movie about a disastrous music festival. Ooh. Coachella to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're, gonna be, they're playing off of the... Have you heard about like that fire festival that I guess took place? Burning Man? No. I guess there was like... <clears throat> it was like some kind of like music festival uh-huh. that was like kind of like catering more to like high-end people like i think like the cheapest ticket you get is like a thousand dollars god okay. to like go to like this like uh this like tropical island and see all these bands but i guess when they got there like i guess like there was like some weather conditions that like caused a lot of shit to cancel yeah <laughs> so all the people that paid like these thousands of dollars to sure. go here were like stuck in fema tents and like eating cheese sandwiches <laughs> For like a week. Suck it. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. Richies. <laughs> that's amazing. But uh so yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's what they're going to be basing this film off of. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I love it when rich people get what's coming to them. Even if they're good people. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Sorry, rich people that listen to us. <laughs> We're not their demographic. We're not. <laughs> We're nowhere near their Don't demographic. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> Troy, Fate of the Furious. Yes. Just joined a very elusive club that we like to bring up on here. Oh, my God. They made that bill? It made that bill. Oh, yeah, baby. Making that bill, in, baby. In record time, I would say. What's that been yeah. out for, like, three weeks? I think so. <whistles> well, I think there's not really much else that it's been competing with it. Well, that's true, but not every movie gets that bill. You know what I mean, bro? This Brad? is true. You know this I mean? is true. Could have cut short. BVS didn't get that bill. Well, BVS was a big steaming pile of shit, too. <laughs> uh, I'm hearing nothing but great things from all these fucking Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, oh, I've heard that they're like, they're definitely out there, but they're fun. Yeah, just like a cartoon, if you will. But... It makes me, I've never had any interest in seeing them, but every year I hear like, they're so fun. Go yeah. see it. They're so fun. <laughs> and I just listened to the, how did this get made about the last one? Yeah. And I was just like, God, they made, they talk it up so big. <laughs> like, damn it. Uh, I need to check it out. I need to check it out. I don't know when. <laughs> I, you know, I. It's too much. It's just too much content. I feel like I didn't already get in, so I, I'm not allowed in. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> like, I didn't get in, like, in the ground floor, or I didn't get in, like, at number five when it got good. Yeah. Like, I'd missed both 
jumping on points. Like I need to be like, I need to have like surgery or something (laughs) where I'm like stuck in bed for a long period of time where I'm just like, I'm just going to knock these out. (laughs) It's going to knock them out. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Troy, get out. Get out! Get out! We've been talking, and we're going to talk about it in the near future. <laughs> sure. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's on the docket. But uh, I guess Get Out is officially the first Oscar contender for next year's Oscars. Really? I guess uh, Universal has already uh, been pushing it on Oscar on Academy voters. Oh, my word. So it's pretty early. Yeah. So Don't we'll see about it. if that has any chance of competing with these big movies that will be coming mm. out this year. You have to see it. Do you think it would stand a chance? Uh, I think it has... It's a clever way... It's a clever way to put it across, like, a message like this. Is it, Are you talking about Best Picture? Is that what you're... Or are you going with, like... Well, uh, I, but no, I don't really have anything else to base it off of. I know, but, like... like uh, was that? Would you think that would be the category that they're going to go in, or are they going to like oh, sure. screenplay or actor or whatever? Um, yeah, I'm, they could probably go with a whole bunch of them. Like, like everyone that in that acts in this is really good, top notch, high and, marks. Um, yeah, it's really good. Highly suggest to check it out. Is I'll, it out? Just, I'll just spoil my review for it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Gotta get into gotta get into the nitty gritty with it with Dinosaur Neil at some point. I know. Or maybe you just check it out. I don't know. Is it out yet? It's gonna come out on DVD. I think so, maybe by the end of this month. I think it'll be out. Hmm. Close to the summertime. Close to summertime. <laughs> school in summertime. <laughs> yeah, bitch. School in bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Troy Roseanne you. yeah uh, I guess there's word out there that um, they're going to do a revival okay and uh, I guess Roseanne John Goodman and Sarah Gilbert are all set to appear was Sarah Gilbert her sister Roseanne's no sister? Uh, it was um, Darlene oh okay the second Darlene no the only Darlene. You're Wait. thinking about the Becky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I never watched a lot of Roseanne. It was one of those ones where, like, if I caught it in passing. Yeah. And it was usually pretty entertaining. I think I would like it more now if I were to watch it than when it was out. Yeah. It's, it, like, was just over my head. It was just another, like, sitcom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess I never really realized that it was, like, a... Like, middle-class sitcom. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, lower-middle-class type of show. Yeah. So you weren't like, oh, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know that I was in that demographic. Oh, wait, oh wait, th- this is for me? This is... <laughs> oh, okay. I-, I guess I'll like it then. <laughs> Who knows? I was, like, eight. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, uh... yeah, I don't know. I think I... But wasn't the ending of Roseanne really weird? Like, it was all, like, a story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess like the end of Roseanne was like she like wrote or she was like a writer and she wrote like the last two seasons of it because it was it was when she like won the lottery and shit. Uh. 
And then, like, uh, I guess, like, instead of that happening, like, Dan died of a heart attack. Oh, God. Yeah. Because I remember, even as a kid, and that series was wrapping up, I, like, noticed that it was being filmed differently. And I saw, like, a lot of, like, soap opera Vaseline on lens shots. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of, like, blurry. And I'm like, are they turning this into, like, a weird drama? They did do dramatic stuff in it. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. It did get really... It got super weird when they just had her, like, win the lottery for no reason. Hmm. Hmm. And was it... Like, the lottery was, like, a big thing for the show? Like, it changed the show? Yeah. Like, they had them, like, moving, like, a new house and everything. Oh. Or not, or not moving a new house, but, like, they, like, did, like, huge renovations and stuff. Oh, man. And then, like, at the finale, it was like, oh, yeah, that was all bullshit. Dan died of a heart attack. Oh, God. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Dan died of a heart attack and then her like writing about her winning the lottery was her way of coping with it. Oh, what a twist. Yeah, it was, it's out there. So Goodman is also going to return. I have no, yeah, he's supposed to. <laughs> what is happening? All right. Well, I'm curious now where this is going to yeah. go. And I'm going to read up on Roseanne probably tonight while I'm can't sleep. <laughs> All right. Read, the, open up that wiki. Fair enough. And just pour it in. That's the, oh, that's not, like, the most depressing. Do you remember the show Dinosaurs? Yeah. Remember how that fucking ended? No. Oh, my God. That's way more depressing. Is it a meteor? Yeah, it kills everybody. Oh, man. Like, the <laughs> baby, too. Well, of course. <laughs> that's everybody. Yeah. But, like, I... No, that show also came out when I was a kid, so I just fucking... It, everything remember... went over my head. I remember watching it as a kid, and I remember watching the finale, and it, like, it, like, stuck with me. Mm. Because it was, like, it just, this show just killed everybody. I couldn't, like, I remember liking the show when I was a kid, because I thought it was really weird. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, look at all this shit. It's fucking real dinosaurs talking. Yeah. But like, like, it was all I, done with puppets and everything. Yeah, like, it but was crazy. I can't. I can never remember hardly anything of the show besides a baby saying "Not the mama." Yeah, I don't remember anything either except for the finale. Like it ends with like a reporter saying, "Well, let's hope we make it through this," and then it like just like fades to black. God. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, what a change up. What a change up to this no shit. situational comedy yeah. featuring anthropomorphic dinosaurs. Mass genocide. Yeah, mass genocide via, caused by a via asteroid. asteroid. Ridiculous. What a change up. <laughs> yeah, that's all my news. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, well, we've already dipped your yeah, toe into, into trailers. De- into Defenders. Uh, my thoughts on Defenders. Yeah, I like... Uh, I definitely think Iron Fist is more likable in this, just by the fact that, just by the one line where, like, Luke Cage is like, what the fuck, man? Like, (laughs) just, just, like, him, like, trying to, I'm the immortal Iron Fist. The what now? (laughs) Say what? (laughs) And I... With that one thing alone, I was like, I'm on board. Yeah. And I also like, too, that uh, you see that Iron Fist is trying to, like, whoop his ass at first. And he just gets his shit, like, pushed over because he's invincible. Yeah. Like, by Luke Cage or whatever. But he throws that fist. And he throws that iron fist and it, like, punch, like crushes him slow-mo right in the face. Yep. That was a, awesome. Shows his, like, great power set. Shows more iron fist in this than he did in the whole fucking show. Yeah. My, my. 
Looking forward to it. I'm, I'm more on board now. Coming this August, I think it is. Yeah. So look out for that. Look out for that. Second trailer I got, JT. Uh, the Dark Tower also uh, premiered uh, this morning. Yes, I did see that. And I guess I didn't know what to expect when this movie was announced. Yeah, I was a little... I had an idea of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I did too. And I'm a little less excited. Me too. Just because I hate movies where they have to drag a fucking kid along. Oh, I didn't think it... I didn't even <laughs> go like that. I went like... It totally... I thought it was going to take place... In, like, a western-ish type set, which it still might, but I didn't know it was going to be, like, dimension hopping or, like, realm hopping. Yeah. Which it looks like it's doing. I don't mind that. I think, like, it looks like a cool premise, and, like, I like kind of, like, the action they do, like, all of, like, the cool gun stuff that Idris yeah. Elba's doing. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just never a big fan of movies where they feel like they have to drag a kid along. Because uh, it always seems to drag down the fucking action, where it's like, oh, gotta do this... Gotta teach this dumb fucking kid a lesson now, because <laughs> it's all It'll slow learn. down the action because this kid needs a fucking dad. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll settle into it, but yeah, I. the only thing I have reference to Dark Tower, I think I said before, was like the comic adaptations of some of the stories, and they are really bizarre, but like a creepy kind of bizarre, not like a weird like sci-fi twist, I guess, to it. Yeah. They were like a more fantasy, magical type of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it just, like, caught me off guard, and I'll, I'll settle into it later. But I'd otherwise, I'm not really excited for it anyway. Like, I never wasn't <laughs> in the first place. It kind of looks like a more thought-out version of Last Action Hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes and Like, no. a kid goes into, like, a this kid comes up with this premise of, like, this gunslinger and this dark person and then like he falls into it and then he brings them back with him into his world <laughs> hmm well we'll see we'll see how it goes i don't think we have it on the list no i don't think we do either and if, um, we, if yeah, we did we it was a miss. slow month yeah i was excited thinking about like just like a western and like a yeah. weird like interdimensional or futuristic western with like matthew mcconaughey and Idris elba now it just is like uh, I was gonna drag this fucking kid around. I don't really want to <laughs> see it. You are really against this kid. I just don't. I hate movies that do that because it feels like all the action gets dragged down. Because we have to like, we have to watch this kid be a fucking like, be taught a lesson or like do something. Mm, I see. Anytime they have movies like that, where they're like, let's put a kid in there. It's like, oh my god. Eye roll. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Kids. Very eye rollish. Ugh. <laughs> fucking kids <laughs> you got anything else you got any other trailers uh i saw a movie or a trailer for the new kamel nanjiani movie the big sick oh yeah i didn't see this but... and uh it looks pretty good it, it, it's like uh uh Camille nanjiani just plays this guy who meets this uh girl and like they start dating and then his parents kind of push on him like, uh, to, like, kind of be, like, more like an arranged marriages, like they do in Pakistan and all this stuff. Yeah. And then it kind of pressures him to break up with his girl, and then he gets, like, second thoughts and tries to get back with her, but then when he does try to, like, she's in the hospital with, like, this weird infection, 
and then uh and and then in doing so like he meets up with her parents and then just becomes like really close with like her dad who's played by Ray Romano uh-huh and uh i don't know it looks really interesting i w- yeah I, s- I heard him on some like podcast junket or whatever and he was talking yeah. about it a little bit and i want to check it out if i can yeah i don't know if it's going to be around here or not like it's kind of like him like like him and uh Ray Romano are kind of like teaching each other how to be like be like normal people well not like normal people but just like kind of like like discover yeah more tolerant or discover more things about themselves because like like ray romano is like hilarious in this where he's like he's like trying to like talk about 9-11 where he's like (laughs) i never really talked about uh to uh anyone about (laughs) 9-11 he was like you never talked to anyone about (laughs) 9-11 <laughs> so i don't know like it just i don't know it looks it could either be like really depressing or really funny or even both so oh, i don't sweet know deal. kind of like a master of none type of thing yeah kind of like that okay but, but in a movie form obviously yeah yeah it, it's it seems like a really cool premise it looks like if uh while you were sleeping wasn't creepy okay <laughs> all right <laughs> Man, while you're sleeping. It's creepy. It is creepy. <laughs> I love you, See Danger, but that movie's creepy as fuck. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I just, I never remember what it is. Every time, she's like, I think I want to watch this while you're sleeping. Sandra Bullock. I'm like, which one is this one? Is this one with you, Grant? <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's not. No, this is the one where she stalks somebody and then just ends up fucking his brother instead. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. Uh, all right, right on. Well, that's it for the trailers. You got anything else? Um. Uh, there's another one. Oh, I'm trying to remember like the name it. of it, but uh, there's like a new horror movie that came out with Joel Edgerton called uh, <clears throat> I think it comes at night. Okay. And it looks they they didn't like reveal like a whole lot about like what the what the the antagonist of it is, but it looks creepy as hell hmm. like uh it just like starts with joel edgerton with like somebody having like someone chained up to a tree and like telling them the like these rules about what to be like in this house because i guess it takes place like <laughs> in like a Even world as you're where, explaining like, this you're like squinting and <laughs> like, i don't know like just like watch the trailer because it's really right. it's hard to like figure out like what the like what is like ailing these people because they're like in a in a cabin together and they can't go out at night and then there's like some kind of sickness okay but it's like i don't know like the imagery and like the way they play with like the music in it like it makes it seem like super creepy Hmm. and it's being released by uh, a24 which always puts out a whole bunch of cool shit yeah i think i might have seen something about this then because that sounds familiar like they can't leave the cabin or whatever yeah hmm Maybe I have seen it and have forgotten, but who knows? There's like a weird scene where like a girl's like bleeding. It was like her mouth is bleeding and it's like, she's like bleeding into another guy's mouth. Like as he's sleeping, like it's, Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe it was something else that I saw, <laughs> but it looks really good. It looks really creepy. All right. Right. On. And I'm all for actual good horror movies. Cause I've always think they're few and far between. It's true. 
That is very true. Uh, well, with that out of the way, JT brings us to the top of the hour where we are about to discuss. Not top of the hour, ah, but it's fine. Shit. We're, we're close enough. <laughs> close enough being farthest away from it. Yep. Uh, anyway, we are going over the ser- movie Serenity. Yeah. The cap to the Firefly franchise. Yes. Uh, got a little stats for you. Drop them stats on I me, bro. Started doing the last few shows. Uh, production budget thirty nine million dollars for yeah. this movie coming out in two thousand and five. Its domestic box office was twenty five point five million worldwide. Thirty eight point eight million didn't make its money back. Yeah. Uh, looked up a little bit on Firefly. Also, why I was at it. Okay. Uh, Firefly was canceled in December of 2002, so yeah. in three years later, they made this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was aired on Fox, but Fox only aired fourteen or 11 out of the 14 episodes and aired them out of order. Mm-hmm. And the pilot wasn't even the first episode. Nope. <laughs> they fucked that show over real bad. Real bad. And they tried to air it as, like, I guess, like, promote it as, like, a comedy and it was not. It's like a character study. Yeah. There there are comedic elements yeah, to it. And yeah, it is a pretty light. funny show. Yeah. But they, that's what they were airing, like an adventure comedy. And which, yeah. that's not what it is. No, there's some pretty dark moments in it. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has Serenity at 82%. IMDb has it at 7.9 out of 10. Yeah. And Metacritic, uh, threw that one in there this week, 74 out of 100. Ooh. Right. Yes. Yes. Let me also tell you, full disclosure, I've never finished Firefly. Yeah. So that uh, may impact. This is very interesting. May impact my thing on the show. Unless, JT, you can sway me from maybe my positive or negative review. Depends on what you think. From Sway you from a positive <laughs> review? Maybe you didn't like it as much. Maybe you'll uh, pull me away from what I'm thinking in my brain. Okay, we'll see. Also, if you want to know anything about Firefly, look up the wiki on it. It is massive. Oh, I bet. It is so <laughs> ma It's got detail on detail and subcategories I've never seen in any other wiki ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I was trying to just fish through when it aired, and it took me a little bit <laughs> to <laughs> swipe through all that shit. Yeah. It, it is massive. So that's just, that's just ancillary information. Gotcha. Right there. Uh, but, uh, JT, what happened in Serenity? In Serenity? Yes. Uh, well, it follows the crew of the Serenity, mm-hmm. the uh, Firefly starship. Yes. As they are going through space, being hunted by a strange uh, assassin on their way to base. It basically starts with them doing what they always do, just, like, trying to find a way to make an easy buck. Yep. And, uh, it dives more into, like, the backstories of, uh, a strange psychic girl that they've had on the ship, and her brother, and even more backstory on the Reavers, which were always kind of a back, like, an, a looming threat in the background of, like, all the shows they don't really dive into too much. It's just, like, it's just one of those things where it's, like, Oh, 
shit reavers for no reason like it's like it's like an episode that's like kind of slow and then it's like oh everything's going as planned fuck reavers let's go <laughs> yeah but they but they go more into the backstory of that and they go into more of the backstory of uh river and her brother simon yes and uh kind of the trials and tribulations from there very good good synopsis yeah uh, now, this movie did come out in 2005, so it's, like, 12 years old at this point. So there's not, like, a... I'm not saying, like, we can't talk spoilers, like, right away. But uh, did you want to say anything before, like, we dive right into it? Um, no, I'll just say that I... Personally, for me, I always thought Firefly was a really interesting concept. And I think Serenity is a nice... It's definitely a nice uh, companion piece to it. Where they, it's basically him, his, like, Joss Whedon's way of being like, I, I don't know if this is going to be the last thing that I make of this, or if I'll have a continuation, so I'm just going to make something mm-hmm. that just answers the questions that I wanted to answer, and then still leave it open for if I wanted to make more. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, I got, I got really nothing to add before we can just talk openly about the other yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, right on. Well, uh, <clears throat> so I said earlier, uh, full disclosure, I've never seen all of Firefly. Yeah. Um, it's one of those shows that I was told that because of the stuff that I like, <laughs> that I would enjoy it. Yeah. Like I'm into comics and Doctor Who and all that kind of stuff. You'd probably mm-hmm. like Firefly. So it was hyped a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, like, I, I don't think it lived up to the hype that was delivered to me our okay. our big pal lolo is yeah. a champion for this show oh yeah like it's one of our favorite mm-hmm. things and i just couldn't live up and to that expectation of me liking it that much yeah and so i think i only saw like four or five episodes okay the only one that i can remember is a little bit of the pilot and the train episode yeah which is the second one yeah but i know i saw more but i couldn't tell you what happened yeah them. um but going into serenity um, you can definitely see that the production budget is up. Like, yeah. It's shot like way, it's, it's similarly shot to like the way almost Joss Whedon shot Avengers. Yeah. Like it's not like shot for shot or whatever, but you can see like his artistic flourishes yeah. in all that kind of stuff. This is his first official feature length film too. Oh, is it? This? Yeah. Oh, right on. Um, and just in that aspect it was really well done yeah the cg in it though is like in that weird time where they're trying to like cg everything mm-hmm. and it's not quite there yet yeah it's like <laughs> but it's, it's serviceable yeah it's i think for me i think it's just a little bit better than the cg in the show yeah like the cg in the show was really bad but <laughs> they i think it was just kind of like uh in the show they tried to use the CG in that is more of like a, just to give you an idea of like we're going from this place to this place. Yeah, and a lot of a lot more of the action was done like on the bridge or right in the area that they were doing these transactions or whatever. Right, and then like if they needed to have a shot where the ship is in space and they do that with like this kind of really shitty CG. Yeah. And the, the C, I mean, it wasn't bad. They knew their limitations. Yeah. So they didn't, like, go all out and have, like, a yeah. huge, like, space battle like they did in the yeah. in Serenity or anything like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, um, 
another thing that I did, I, I really, oh, actually I was really hooked in the beginning of Serenity when, um, they kind of did like, like a memory is happening within like a hologram, kind of like an inception of like mm-hmm. ideas that's going on. That was really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, I really liked, uh, Shit to a Tell, Ijua 4. His yeah, I in this. was a really big fan of him in this. And I guess I never realized he was in this. Like, I thought he yeah. just appeared in the last couple years, but he was, he did stuff, you know, like, dozen years ago, yeah. too. And he, uh, yeah, he, this is <clears throat> his only, his only, like, appearance, like, in this, like, particular kind of world. He never really was in the show. This is just his only appearance ever. Yeah. And I'd, like, the more you found out about his character, like, the more fascinating he really became. Mm. Like, just kind of, like, this unquestioning, like, believer in what this Federation is doing. Yeah. And he treats it almost like a religion. Yeah. And I kind of missed parts of, like, his, like, arc in the movie because Macy was throwing a fit while I was watching this. And so I missed little bits and pieces of it. So go in more about him because I, I... Like, they don't... Yeah, they don't really talk a whole lot about him but just from what he talks about he's basically sees himself as like a prophet for like the greater good like he sees what the federation is doing as like the as like the greater good and like he's got to be that guy that does the things that nobody else wants to do to get to that level okay like he's kind of like he kind of operates under that belief that the things that like it's always darkest before the dawn. So he's got to do some really bad shit before people can kind of get into this utopia that this Federation's trying to build. It's pretty much communism. Okay. So is the Federation good or is it like the empire? It's like even the Federation, it's even kind of uh, shady in that aspect because like the Federation is kind of like under the belief that, we take all these planets and we form them under one government and all the planets kind of want to, and like, at least like the outer planets want to be kind of like govern themselves. Okay. And then, but then they kind of bring them in forcefully. Oh. So it's kind it's of like, like states a, rights, civil war stuff. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cause it is. It's cause they do build themselves as like a space Western mm-hmm. and like this great war was pretty much like the civil war. And, like, Mal and, like, his group of, like, misfits that go around the country are, like, the people that don't believe in this government Mm -hmm. and are kind of working in and out of the lines of the law to try and, like, stay true to their beliefs but also make a living. Right. The renegades. Yeah. Right on. Minus, like, the whole, like, slavery being right thing. But it's, like, (laughs) that's not really what they, what they're about. But, (laughs) but no, I like, that's why I liked Firefly so much is because they do, they play a lot with, like, how much control is too much control. And, like, they even, they play a lot with that in in this, too. Especially when they go into, like, the, into into the uh, description of how the Reavers were were uh made up yeah so i so in the show is like the republic like a big deal is that like an ongoing thing they're kind of like the ones where like if they're if some if they're doing something like against the law like they're usually it's usually involves them going against the federation okay 
Like okay. it's it they're basically a bunch of outlaws. Right. Yeah. And then there's this big looming government that's like terraforming all these planets mm-hmm. and they're trying to just take control of all these planets for their own sure. ideals. Sounds like the beginnings of the Empire, JT. Yeah. Oh but goodness. the but yeah but they but it's communism more than fascism. Yeah, I would say it's more communism, especially how with how uh, Chidwell Ejiofor's character kind of describes it, where it's like you got to do all this bad shit before you can get to like the, the utopia that's going to be this federation, hmm. which is like communism. It's like oh, we got to put someone in charge to tell us what to do before we can get to the point where nope, there's no leader and we all just kind of live this utopian life. Right. So, the uh, I guess the what I'm what am I trying to say? Like the end result is they want to be like Star Trek. Like Star Trek is like this utopia where they're just out and there's like no money anymore and they're just out for the advancement of civilization and they all like work towards a greater good. Yeah, pretty but much. But they have to get to be like kind of dicks and take over everything before that can happen. Yeah, it's just. It's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I love, I should do this more often where I have no idea about anything about the subject and just grill you on it. I I, I think they play a lot with the idea of trying to bring all everyone together under one singular like law when there could be numerous amounts out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all these planets, you have the infinite possibilities of having all these different types of governments yeah. and different ideals, but just putting them all under one regime and one ideal is, is kind of a waste. And I think that's like the true message of this. Yeah. And like what I think Mal and all uh, like Mal always fights against. And that was kind of brought up like in the first five minutes of the movie too, where you see like a, I guess like a flashback of river. And yeah. she says like that the Republic are an, I can't remember what she says, like a nuisance or whatever, because they're forcing themselves on people that don't want to be governed mm-hmm. that way and have their own beliefs and systems and all that kind of stuff. So it goes along with that. Um, so that was good. I really liked, um, I liked River's character in this quite a yeah. bit. I like that her backstory is kind of more fleshed out per se, not a hundred percent fleshed out. Yeah. Um, uh, but you get like glimpses of what it was or maybe, yeah, implants of what it was or whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah because in the show i always thought she was kind of annoying because like they never really go into her story and she just kind of does weird shit all the time so you're just like yeah what are you like i don't even know what (laughs) like i don't even really know and then like her brother i always kind of thought was kind of like a pompous dickhead through most of it so i was I, like yeah, i do not like her brother like <laughs> yeah. he is so one note boring yeah until the very end where they try to like make everybody like him and by that point i'm like fuck you i don't care about you <laughs> and he was really he was a lot like that in the show too so like with the combination of like his sister doing weird shit for no reason him just being this one note asshole i was like i could really go without those two yeah but river's a lot more inter- interesting in this yeah um, let's round out the rest of the cast, shall we? Okay. Uh, Nathan Fillion's good in it. He's solid. Yeah. As Mal Reynolds, their swashbuckling yeah. leader. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Tudyk is the pilot mm-hmm. in this. He's, d- doesn't have a lot to do in this. Yeah. He definitely did a lot more in the, in the show. And yeah. he had a lot, he's definitely more, 
he has like this weird like childlike essence about him. Yeah. <laughs> like there's like one episode where like he's just playing with dinosaurs. <laughs> like these like toy dinosaurs. They even like show it like there's like a small like Easter egg in the show where they actually show them in the background. Yeah. I think they're on like his dashboard. Yeah. His, in his driver's seat or whatever. And then um, I don't remember her name, the, like the co-captain or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. What's her name? But, like, she has, like, a bigger part. Like, the, I think the biggest parts in this are, like, Summer Glau's character, River, Nathan Fillion, the co-captain. Yeah. And that's... Like, Mal and, and her were the only two people that were in, like, this great war. Yeah. And, like, she was, like, in his company. Yeah. And they were, like, the only two survivors of this big battle that they bring up in here. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, other than those, like, three, the, the the rest of the other main players in this are kind of, like, second fiddle. Like, yeah. they don't really, like, they're just a part of the story. Like, if this mm-hmm. was, like, a singular movie just by itself, yeah, like, you wouldn't get to know any of these other characters. If you would have to have the whole series behind mm-hmm. it to, like, get why all of these things that happen near the end are meaningful. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because, yeah, there's... Cause because of the show, like, they have, they can flush them out a lot more. Yeah. So, like, even, like, seeing how people act, like, it's kind of hard to be like, well, why, why are you just being an asshole like this? Why don't you just accept it? But then yeah. it's like, but you don't know that that guy is like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially Jane. Like, Jane, I always, I Jane is one of my favorite characters in the whole show. Which one is like, that? Because, like, he's, like, the brutish guy that wanted to like kill river oh yeah yeah okay like he's one of my favorites like one of my favorite characters in the show because he's like just like this meathead but like he he himself wants to be the captain of the ship Mm -hmm. but like he still lives by this code of like you do what the captain says so there's like instances in the show where like there's times where he could just like stand back and let mal die and then he'll be like well i'll just let him die and i'll take over the ship Mm-hmm. And so it's like, <clears throat> like he's still loyal to him, but if there's a way for him to move in and take over the ship, he'll totally take it. Yeah, and in and in the uh, movie, he's more of just like a, like the heavy lifter grunt. Yeah, like he's got a lot of he's got action scenes in it, which mm-hmm. is fun. But I think even like the uh, river fight scenes are more entertaining than just watching him gun down a bunch of people. Yeah. You know? Um, but like, like he doesn't even need, it could have been anybody shooting those guns. Like he doesn't really do anything in the movie at all. Yeah. He's kind of like the, he's like the guy that's always in the background where he's like the devil's advocate where he's like, why don't we just do this instead? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he like gets like a spike through his leg. Like in the very, like pretty close to the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And he just like doesn't phase him at all. Yeah. Like I know it's like future. Yeah, they like, do play up more like quick. Yeah, like the medical stuff in this, they do. It does cause you to heal quicker. Yeah, but like he got a javelin. Yeah, through his goddamn <laughs> leg, yanking him, trying to yank him off a ship, mm. and even while he was being yanked, he's like, "Hey, don't shoot me, brah! <laughs> yeah. Shoot them first. And he gets pulled up and just like pulls it out and then goes like shoots at him some more. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the sh- I always think like the show is not so completely <clears throat> like centered in reality. Like there is like real like consequences and real uh, like 
drama involved in it, but it does kind of play with all of like the action and like not really being like so realistic in terms of, oh no, he got shot. Now he's, now he can't talk and he has to like be super injured. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Um, who's the chick that's on Gotham? The Baccarin? What's her name? Oh, uh, Marina Bacarin. Yeah, yeah. She's um, the companion. Yeah. Or whatever. She did not be in this movie at all. No. She like, was just in there just for the fans. Yeah. She was a bigger... She was like more of like the possible love interest for Mal in the show. Yeah. Like, I... I Me not seeing the show, like, I saw parts of it where you got to see like that kind of start to blossom. But all I needed really to see in this was just like her on that little screen that he was watching to realize yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, I still like her or whatever. But like, then she didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I kind of thought when they went to go see, um, what's his name? That preacher guy, a uh, shepherd. Yeah. Shepherd that it was going to be like that scene in Terminator two, where Sarah Connor goes to that, like Mexican outpost and like has a bunch of guns underground <laughs> and stuff. And they she just like arms up for like the apocalypse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it never really was that. I, that's when, like, also Macy was throwing a huge fit <laughs> and screaming her head off. So I missed kind of that part too. What What was the point of them going and meeting up with? Well, that was they mainly just went there because that's like there was like their safe outpost. Okay. I think because they bring up where like they have a lot of safe safe houses that they go to when like th- it gets a little too hot for them, uh-huh. and then like. That's why, like, at that one point when, like, they go there and, like, that's all fucked up. Like, they check all their outposts and they're all fucked up because this guy, like, basically... Hunting them down. Yeah. Well, not hunting them down, but it's, like, if there's some... You phrase it some way where it's, like... Basically, like, giving them no place to go. Okay. Like, there's nowhere for you to hide. Like, I'm just gonna take out all your hiding spots and then just wait for you to come to me. Right. And then this was, like, one of their outposts, but... Now, like, in the show, like, Shepard was, like, part of the crew. And then, like, I guess, like, in between that time, like, he ended up here. And it was just kind of, like, one of those, like... Because in the show, he was always kind of, like, the person they went to for advice. Because mm-hmm. he's, like... Like, a shepherd in this show was, like, a, basically, like, a priest. Yeah. And, like, they always kind of use him for advice, and it was just kind of one of those, like... Well, let's sit down and I'll give you advice on... Sure. Another reason just for the fans yeah. to see him again. Yeah. But I I do like Shepard in this and, like, in the show, too. Because he's one of those guys where, like, he's very religious, but he won't, like, shove it down your throat. It's like, I'm not going to, like, shove God down your throat. I'm just going to, like, point you in the right direction. Sure. And then hope you see him on your way there. Did you like his cornrows? Never speak cornrows. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, overall, um, I dug the plot of the movie. I didn't really. I get now that you've like said like more about um, Idril Force character. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes it cl- some more stuff kind of just clicked in my brain that I mm-hmm. missed out on. Um, I I I really dig it, and I think just watching this. Makes me want to go back and like fill in some holes to make it more meaningful. Yeah. Because not, but we're in spoilers. 
Like, near the end of the movie, like, Alan Tudyk's character dies. Yeah. Which I thought it was kind of shocking, but it's a Joss Whedon movie, so you gotta yeah. expect one of them to die. But I liked, I liked when they did it, because they did it right at a point where they were gonna be put in a situation where their lives were in complete danger. Yeah. And then going all this, this far in where no one is really, for the exception of, like, one character where they've got, like, their big, like... Do this for me. And yeah. Then, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, to have a death like that where it was just like, boom, he's dead. No explanation, nothing to, like, no final words, just done. Yep. Then uh, be put then, in the situation yeah. where, like, anytime someone gets clipped, anytime somebody gets, like, a weird dart in them, you're just like, oh, fuck, they're dead. Yeah. Oh, fuck, they're dead. Oh, fuck, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah, because from that point on, like everybody's getting hit with something. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, they're going to kill everybody here. Yeah. Like, nobody is safe. I know. I, that's why I love that. Because you were, I, that, like, just by killing that one character, you're on the complete, completely on the edge of your seat for every single time that somebody, like, grunts or just gets hit with something. Yeah. And e- everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So you're they, like, oh, it. fuck. Yeah, they play it to the full extent where you're like, I'm watching everyone, this crew that I grew up with, I'm going to watch them die. That's what I thought was going to be the ending. Like, I never heard about the ending or whatever. So, like, I thought this was, like, their last hurrah and everyone yeah. ends up going out, which I would have been okay with. Because yeah. I'm like, if this is the last thing and they're a bunch of rogue me- renegades, like, not everybody gets a happy ending. Yeah, give them, like, a Butch Cassidy the Sundance Kid yeah. ending. Yeah, So I was like, oh, my God, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. No. But <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was still good. So, like, it did turn me around on the series. I don't know when I'll get to it. Yeah. But I'll have to just realize that, like, I really enjoyed the movie more than I thought yeah. I was going to. Yeah. I'm, I think it was maybe just the way it was shot and filmed because I don't think I enjoyed it as much in the, in the show. Granted, I didn't get all the way through it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like it just seemed more actiony, <laughs> something more to like scoot me along in it. Yeah. Well, they, they there's definitely more action in the movie than there is in the show because the show was very limited for what it was. Right. And yeah, for the movie, they definitely had like because like there's fight there's a lot more fight scenes in this, especially with uh, River. Yeah. And like her whole like weird uh, subliminal thing. Yeah. Like there's never any fight scene like that ever in Firefly. <laughs> it's just like the minute she starts doing that, you're like shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's a it's a really fun concept and a really cool premise and like I'm glad they were able to do this movie and actually like play it to its full potential with like a little better of like effects and a lot better choreography in terms of fighting. Yeah. Um That's pretty much all I got to say about this. Like uh, while it did um, make me want to go check out a little bit more Firefly, there's only 14 episodes of it, so it's not like yeah. that big of a time suck. But it's, uh, I want, I would say I would give like the movie itself a B minus. Okay. It was, it was good, and I got like, um, j- just by watching the little that I did, 
I knew who these characters were already, mm-hmm. and so that would be okay. But if I were just to go and watch this movie alone, which I don't know why you would. I know people probably did. Yeah. And but you would I don't think you would get it. Like Yeah. Not that you wouldn't understand what was going on, but like you wouldn't you wouldn't have the emotional like impact of the everybody that you've yeah. already you had to watch like yeah. 15 hours of something before you had got like this little yeah, send off. I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, B minus I think. Yeah. I for a movie by itself, I I will give it like a B like a higher B, maybe like on the verge of a B plus just because like you said, like they don't go fully in depth on other characters. Like they do have kind of to stick to like a main core group. Yeah. Because there's only so much time they can work with. Yeah. But I think like the chemistry and the banter is still there from the show that I love a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I think it's just the whole playing with like, the aspects of the old west in a more futuristic means with space i think was really it's just a really cool concept that i think has never really been done before or well, i think and Star still wars yeah but like <laughs> but like with this where it's like they still have like that righteous like that still that righteous like jedi order type stuff where in this like there's stuff that mal reynolds does that you almost don't agree with, but you can see why he did it. Mm. And I think that's what makes Mal like so interesting. Like even Han Solo, when they try, even when they try and make him like more of like the renegade badass that will do anything to survive. Like he doesn't do the shit that Mal, Ran- Mal Reynolds does in this. Like, yeah. There's a like Mal- one scene yeah. where he's pretty cold blooded. Yeah. And he has to be for his crew. Yeah. And I-, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. Like when he shoots Dennis. Yeah. Like he not only does he like kick him off his ship, but then he shoots him just for like, that's like his mercy killing. Yeah. So he because he knows the Reavers. Apart. Yeah. Because he knows the Reavers will just like fuck him up real bad. Yeah. But they play a lot with that where like Mal is that one who will do the right thing. Like no questions asked. Like mm-hmm. as long as you listen to what I do, like I will make sure you do the right thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right on, man. There you have it. B minus and a high B. Yeah. From the duo here. Uh, well, besides Serenity JT, is there anything else you've been into this last week? Well, Troy, I jumped into uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yes. On Hulu. Yes. And it is really good. Oh, really? I'm really into it. Mm. I think, like, we just watched the fourth episode before I came over here. And it is fascinating. Yeah. I've wanted to check it out because I've heard nothing but great things from it. Yeah. Yeah. It, It's... Oh, God damn it. It's so fucking good. Like, do you know anything about Handmaid's Tale? Like, uh, I have very limited knowledge. And I kind of want to keep it... Like, you tell me a little bit about it, but, like, I kind of want to go in knowing not much. Well, it, it basically just... It takes place in the future where yeah. uh, a lot of... Uh, pretty much people are becoming infertile. Mm-hmm. So like this regime takes over that like gives this ideal of like mm-hmm. how to repop, how to repopulate the country mm-hmm. that involves these women called handmaids where they're basically just used as like baby factories. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's about all I knew from it already. Yeah. So yeah, but it's just like, yeah, it's, oh, it's so fucking good. Awesome. 
Yeah. It, uh, how's the cast in it? Really good? Really good. Uh, Elizabeth Moss mm-hmm. is the main in it. And uh, oh, shit. there's like a girl from um, Orange is the New Black that's like a very small part in it that's really good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's not like a like a large male cast in it. Like Joseph Fiennes is like the guy that like she's kind of that Elizabeth Moss is um, kind of like stationed with mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. So like he has like this weird thing where like he's like trying to get close to her because like the only way he can get it up is like if he's like actually knows them personally or something. <laughs> so it's like I don't know, it's really but it's it's really fascinating and it's almost like scary where you can almost kind of like see if anyone of like this with this crazy sick sadistic like religious mind were to like sway people because of like some weird crisis uh-huh. like you can see this happening it's oh, fucking god. it's scary <laughs> oh god all right yeah i definitely want to check it out i we uh um chelsea's almost made her way through harlots yeah i've almost i think i've seen all the episodes but like the last one but once we're through that we might jump to handmaid's tale yeah. i know they're all coming out week to week but yeah, um, we're also watching other things that I'll bring up later. Yeah, so. well, I I tried watching Harlots. I watched like the first two episodes, and it's good, but I don't, there's not a lot of characters that are like catching me. Like the mom, like like the main like mom. Yeah, I like her. Like yeah. I like kind of like her like whole thing of like she sees like being like a prostitute as like the only means of, for a woman. To make a living for herself sure. without having to depend on a man. Yeah. And, like, that's why she kind of, like, pushes her daughters through this. But mm-hmm. other than that, like, everyone else, to me, kind of, like, seems, like, one-dimensional. I'm not yeah. really getting into them. Okay. But, yeah, like, her... I don't like her youngest daughter in it. Like, it kind of sucks that she's getting put through the ringer. Like, yeah. of all the shitty things. Yeah. But, like, her older daughter is the one that's with that, like, really that big that weirdo yeah that eccentric rich weirdo or whatever yeah. i kind of like how she plays the game like a bun- with a bunch of guys yeah and then like but otherwise yeah i'm just kind of following it for um like the head mistress mother yeah whatever there's like a religious girl you know that yeah, like, i could yeah i couldn't fucking stand her <laughs> like she well like the one that preaches the old lady like she kind of takes second fiddle to her daughter a few episodes in and her daughter has an interesting twist in it. Okay. Which she, um, like falls for one of the prostitutes. Oh, okay. Or is starting to, at least you kind of, Hmm. at least that's where you're kind of being led to think. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I want to see where that's kind of going. And then, um, but that's, that's, that's about it. And like, granted, like some of the, some of the, time i'm watching this i'm like on my phone or whatever because i do yeah. think there are slow slower moments in yeah. it. yeah but i think it's um pretty interesting I, okay i like it okay and uh i uh i watched the first two episodes of uh 13 reasons why uh-huh and i'm really into it i'm just looking for more time to watch it because molly wants nothing to do with it yeah but it's <laughs> it's really really good like i was really fascinated with it because it's like the way they present it it's like this uh guy is given like this box of tapes after this girl commits suicide Mm -hmm. and every side of a tape 
is about a person that led her down this path to where she committed suicide. Uh-huh. And she said, if I gave you this box, then you're one of the people on one of the sides. Oh. So, like, he's, like, listening to him, like, fuck, when is my name going to come up? And then, like, all the people that she talks about are at the school. So then not only is he listening, but then he knows that they listened. And he knows that they know what he did, but he doesn't know. Oh. So it's like... It's like almost kind of like plays on your paranoia where like he's walking down the halls and he sees people looking at him. And it's like, did they get the box? Do they know who what I did? Like, oh, so they play on that. And then they also kind of play on like, like he'll like kind of confront people that like come up on the in, in like the tapes and then they'll give their side of the story. So it's like, so how much of it did she kind of fabricate or did she like kind of like blow out of proportion? Like was she justified in like doing what she's doing now? Sure. It's like really kind of interesting to kind of like play on all this stuff about like what was going through this girl's mind as like she was building up to this point of where she just ultimately committed suicide that's an interesting twist i didn't know that was in this yeah okay so i'm really into it and i cannot wait to get back into it. i've been trying to convince molly to do it but it's like yeah but i heard it gets really sad at the end and i'm like <laughs> god damn i just watched it. it's so fucking interesting right on man that sounds good and uh, me and Molly rewatched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Still so fucking good. Still great. God damn it. It's Still such a goddamn good movie. Great. Uh, okay, well, I checked out uh, The Founder, actually. The uh, one with... Uh, yeah, I want to see that. Michael Keaton plays Ray Kroc, the, the quote, founder of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um. I was trying to find like an easy way to like explain this, and Chelsea nailed it perfectly. It's the sh- it's the social network with hamburgers, <laughs> like it's like that kind of weird backstabby type of stuff. Like I I re- I really enjoyed this movie. Nice. Michael Keaton's great in it. Like it's kind of like a weird rags to riches kind of a kind of a story, but like he is out for number one. Yeah. And it like, like I've been to the like quote first McDonald's ever. Cause it's yeah. in Palatine, Illinois mm-hmm. and it's not too far from where we are, but like, that's not the first one. That's like the first one that he made. Yeah. So like, and it goes into like the McDonald brothers and everything and how, and the, uh, Nick Offerman is one of the McDonald brothers. Mm-hmm. He's great in it. Um, like it, it, everything's. It's like it's not, uh, like my favorite movie of all time. I'm gonna say, but like I found it really interesting. And I think people should check it out. Like short score, I'd give it like B plus. Oh nice. But yeah, it's it's really good. Like yeah. I, I really like it. Um, check it out. Huge fan of Michael Keaton. Check it out sometime. <laughs> um, also, uh, Chelsea and I started Veep. Okay. Really good. Really? Fuck. Yeah. The first season is like only eight eps. Okay. Um, it's not as politically heavy okay. as what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And Julia Louise Dreyfus is amazing. All in right. This. Super funny. Tony Hale is like her like num like backup like assistant. Mm-hmm. He's great in it. Everybody, oh my god, everybody is great in this. Nice, I love it. Like, okay. 
I'm going to watch this to the end. Good, because me and Molly have been looking for like an- another comedy to get into, so we might Yeah, Veep. That. Definitely do Veep. Um, it's on... I think everything is on HBO Go. Yeah. But if you don't have that, Amazon Prime, if you have that, has the first two seasons on there for nothing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, just check it out. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Veep is good. Way better than I thought. Way shit. Because I thought it was going to be, like, more political heavy. Yeah. And they do have, like, some kind of jargon in that. But, like, like even with her being the vice president, she's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> and it is foul-mouthed and everything. Like, she awesome. is, a, like, and, like, and every single episode, she'll, like, talk to her, like, a, a scheduling assistant. President call today? No, ma'am. <laughs> 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 and you never see the president in it either. That's like awesome. the first two seasons so far, like you never see the president. <laughs> you don't even know what he looks like. Awesome. Um, and the last thing I want to bring up, I started Silicon Valley season four. Yeah. God, I love that show. It's good. It's really good. I know. I watched the first episode. I got to get into the next one. After yeah, that. me too. But I got to do that. too. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone check out Silicon Valley. It's, <laughs> it's like the funniest show. One of the funniest shows on mm-hmm. TV. Uh, but that's it. That's all I've been into this last week. Oh Jeez. shit. I know. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I've been also reading my, uh, Stan Lee's a crook book. So. <laughs> Stan Lee's a dickhead book. <laughs> so I'm doing, I'm getting through, I'm almost to the eighties. So Stan Lee's almost been in the business for 30 years. Going to get point. to the point where he's doing all that Coke. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> The big 80s part of his life. Yep. Mountains of cocaine. Mountains of... Everyone did mountains of cocaine That's in the right. 80s. That's right. He would have only been like <laughs> almost 60 at this point, I think. Still did all that cocaine. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, next week, JT. Big one. Big one. G-O-T-G-2. G-O-T-G. Voltu. Hand it off me to the parents. Check there out this. you go. That's what I gotta do now. This is and what I got. This is my life. Parents. That's right. Uh, so, JT, if people want to talk about your parents, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> where All can right. they do that? Um, God damn it! Well, the Bucky for everyone on Twitter, and also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not Snapchat? Please don't talk about my parents, Troy. <laughs> uh, you can talk about JT's parents on no! <laughs> at Troy to the Max Extreme, or you can do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. Uh, something wrong with them levels, JT? I don't know. Just checking. Can oh, be sweating there at the very end. Uh, you can catch all our episodes, past, present, future at soundcloud.com slash review, review pod, uh, review, review pod, everything, Facebook, it's everything, soundcloud, Gmail, it's all everything. that stuff. It's everything. And, uh, iTunes, you can search review, review pod. You should find our stuff. You can give us a rate and review. If you do so, we can do so or read it on the show. We're also on Google play, uh, Stitcher sitch. We're in, baby. Ah, uh, yeah. We are in. Ah, uh, yeah, babe. <laughs> so you should find, with all that stuff out there, those are the three big ones. You should be able to find us on any podcast platform. Right on. Out there as well. That's it. That's it. Good. Space. It's the final frontier month. <laughs> Part two. Part two. That's right. Uh, are that. all the things sequels this week? Or this... Except for Alien, but yeah. we're doing it sequel Aliens. Yeah. 
And then doing its sequel, Alien Covenant. That's why we're doing the franchise Franchise, saga. baby. The franchise saga. Franchise, baby. Franchise, baby. <laughs> well, that's the show, JT. We did it again. We did it. We did it again. Mm, feels good. It was a rough patch there beginning where you lost all your news. I know. But I you brought not... it back. I did. I found it. You brought it back. I'm going to get used to this phone sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, I've been Troll to the Max Extreme. I am JT3Gay. And we...